Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Sexy and we know it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Oh, my name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete's here. Yo. The Fab Four in your ears, gents and ladies. Now then, <laughs> David Moyes. Cheerio. Yeah. Cheerio. He's gone. Thanks for doing it on Tuesday, guys. Yeah. yeah that is proper. <laughs> we really appreciate it. It's like they waited for us. Yeah. Yes. We're thanking Jesus and also we're thanking, you know, uh, the Moyes, Moyes for not being <laughs> very good at managing football yeah. teams. Um, so... You I would s- not, seriously though, yeah, it sounds like a sort of almost facetious thing to say, but you will not believe the amount of news that's come out <laughs> on a Monday evening. <laughs> <laughs> Just after we record. We come out the studio to like massive breaking news all across yeah. the... Uh, yeah, people think, well, they haven't bothered with that one again. The last one, most notably, was Brian Laudrup leaving Swansea. Michael. Mm. Michael. 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 Sorry, Michael Laudrup. We were talking about Brian's before the show. We were. Put me off. Oh, he's didn't, my... didn't El Diego yeah. got to get sacked just after we left the studio? I believe so, That's yeah. annoying. Yeah. Oh, hey. But not this time. No. no. We saw it coming. <laughs> and enjoyed a bank holiday. <laughs> and recorded on the Tuesday. Which was a bonus, you know. Yeah. yeah. We, we were briefed like every other member of the press <laughs> <Yeah>. Monday night. <laughs> Through Twitter. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That, yeah, because it was about to be released. Well, has anybody told the Ramble, lads? Yeah. <laughs> we can't move Turns forward. Out everyone had. Yeah. Every mm. major news network. In the UK, <laughs> the question that follow that for normally follows as anyone briefs the Ramble lads yeah. generally tends to be, "Who are the Ramble lads?" <laughs> <laughs> and are they not a bit you? old for the term lads yeah. now? Probably, yeah, yeah. No, never, no. lad for life, me. Now, um, uh, I suppose the only question we can ask this week is, who would you replace David Moyes with as manager of Manchester United from any arena? Not the footballing arena, any arena. Jim. Well, I, uh, as you know, I've, I've enjoyed Moises' reign a lot. Uh, I think we all have, if we're honest with ourselves, and are just trying to not deflect later like, Twitter I, abuse. I like, We've all really enjoyed this. I like Moises, and I think it's I like a shame, Moyes, I think it's a shame en- for him. I've enjoyed watching uh, United be a normal team and go through some, some struggle. And I, um, think fair, I think you're entitled to that. Yeah, but. and I, I'd like that to continue. Um, and for that reason, I would like to see Clive Tildesley step out of the commentary booth ah. and into the dugout, taking hold, taking charge of his beloved Manchester United. <laughs> his, uh, he his, would, he'd be Keegan-esque, wouldn't he? Because he'd be so emotional. His team talks would definitely involve that night in Barcelona. <laughs> Absolutely, over and over again. He'd, he'd well up and just cry at the end of it. Just sort of <laughs> just roll around hugging the walls just because he's at his beloved Old Trafford. They'd oh. never get anything done. It'd be amazing. He's not that bad. Wait, I think he'd be that bad if he was put in charge. 
Let's start with I. I asked him once, because we met him, didn't we, that time, don't, if he supports Man United. He looked me in it. the eye and said, I used to. And it was such a practised thing. Yeah. You're not meant to <laughs> He's tell trying, people trying to that. hold it in. That's a man's career on the line, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not. Jim's career's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, you he puts it on the line every week. I think yeah. fine is an exaggeration <laughs> yeah. of my career. <laughs> yeah, OK, Tildo. Mm. I like Clive. Mm. So he's kept you, Jim. You decided to keep it within the football arena. I did. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do the same. Okay, um, I'm going to go Lee Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Back in the day. Well, let me call to that. You'll have your own answer in a minute. Uh, You'd have to get a lot of bread rolls in. Back in the day. Um, of Him the- and gigs in charge. Exactly. Yeah. Back in the day, um, Ferguson famously. Sat those two down and said, Look, you've got to sort yourselves out. Yeah, yeah, Giggs yeah. obviously t- chose the right path. Yeah. Lee Sharp, you know, arguably didn't, probably Face didn't. Off. Definitely didn't. Yeah. Um, but revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> and if Sharpie can somehow weave his way in there, head of Ferguson. <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't and get it? Get the job. And we're talking, I'll tell you what we're talking. We're yeah. talking Elvis impressions at the corner flag. Yes. That's what we're talking. Yes. We're talking fan club uh, mixtape cassettes and barbecues. <laughs> yeah, that's you. a very nice reference that if you're a true... That should get job on his own. <laughs> if you're a, if you're a, um, a long-listening Ramble fan. Well, Lee Sharp, suffering. Yeah, Lee Sharp yeah. will essentially go into the job interview. <laughs> Just stay with me here. <laughs> Lee Sharp's in a nice suit. He would wear a nice suit. Yeah, yeah. Probably a bit, probably a bit snug. We on the Jamie Redknapp side. I haven't seen him for a while, but I reckon he's still in shape. Yeah, he probably is. He wasn't in shape when he was playing for Pompey for a bit. No, but hopefully he sorted himself out. If you're listening, Lee, hope you sort yourself out. Uh, <laughs> he's in the interview with the Glazers, and he says to them, "I will run a fan club." Okay, I know you've got millions and millions of fans all over the world. I run a fan club involving barbecues yeah. on a say quarterly basis yeah. <laughs> with a mixtape cassette of ninety songs. If that doesn't get him the job, then we're done here. Mm. Football's finished. Let's yeah. just forget it. He'd be bringing the party back. He'd sign like Adriano. Bringing the good times back. Ronaldinho. <laughs> Adriano. Yeah. More on him later. Yeah. <laughs> As always. Yeah. It's that time again. But yeah, so my answer is Lee Sharp. Yeah, good one. Mm. Good one. Um, and especially as Giggs' interim manager. But that, that's the beautiful thing, is that Ferguson um, would want to interfere, wouldn't he? Be like, oh, mm. Sorry, Fergie. No, yeah. Sorry, mate. You've it's had just, your one. You've yeah, had yeah. your time. Le- did I interrupt when it was your reign, Fergie? <laughs> I think I went quite quietly, didn't I, when you sold me? Shoes on the other foot now, pal. <laughs> Stadium ban for Fergie. Yeah. Oh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> barbecue ban. Off, yeah, as well. To, so- off, no, none of your red wine at my barbecue, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Or if Ferguson's at the game and Lee Sharp doesn't like it, he's just into the lounge afterwards. No, come on. No, yeah, you, get out. Yeah. Get out. No, you did got, this to me and I'm doing it to you. You've got to choose the right path, Fergie. <laughs> it's for the best for the club. Yeah. Excellent, Peter. Um, I uh, would probably go for... Well, basically, because this year, apart from some notable exceptions, maybe Wayne Rooney, mm. player for player... You know, they just haven't reproduced any kind of form, Yes, um, each each individual. So I was thinking um, we need the best man-manager um, 11 times, so 11 Harry Redknapps. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd need a limousine for uh, interviews. Yes. Because yeah. they each have a window each. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, that's about it, really, yeah. They, they, would just, they would just show them exactly how, the, how how it's meant to be played. And before you poo-poo this, is another one of Pete's, in quotes, <laughs> wacky ideas. I actually saw a program on Channel 4 the other week where they cloned a dog. So it can be done. Can be done. Red it, looks a bit like a dog. Deputy dog. So. Was it, um, what's the dog's name? Daisy? <laughs> that, was, that was Dolly the Sheep, I think. Oh, d- mm. uh, no, I was... no, no, the, the dog, the, the Count was named after the dog. 
Oh, okay, right. I forget the name no, of Rednap's th- Oh, Rednap's the Rosie, yeah, wasn't it? Rosie, yes. 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 There you go. Yeah. Apparently I woke up... Was it Rosie up... they cloned? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. Apparently I woke up uh, uh, three days ago um, to my girlfriend um, saying, I'm off to work now, Pete, bye. And I said, it's dog versus dog, and then went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it sounds like two dogs fighting. Yeah. It's dog versus dog. I it's... think you meant a dog-eat-dog, mate. I was just some dream dog fighting. I'll be it. honest, Pete, <laughs> it sounds like a coded threat, is what it sounds like. <laughs> so you want... Eleven dogs and Harry Redknapp in charge? No, eleven Harry Redknapp. <laughs> Stay out of my dream. Yeah, and get into my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, I would go for. Uh, everybody wants me to say it. It's got to be, isn't it? Yeah, Sven. And Craig Brown. I know for a fact that some listeners on Twitter today told told me that yeah. they were doing a sweepstake. Right, now hang on. You would, you would mention Spence. <laughs> Can you, you tell me how many it? minutes that is, please? Uh, that is um, around about seven. So seven, seven, seven minutes. Seven, seven yeah. minutes. Well, the reason, actually, I didn't mention Sven. Michael Vaughan, ex-England cricket captain, yeah. he mentioned Sven, and someone uh, tweeted me that. And, and Gary I, Lineker oh, as if that well. didn't go through your own mind anyway. <laughs> no, well, I don't follow Vaughan, you see. To my detriment. Gary Lineker part that a fine well. batsman. And I uh, retweeted Vaughan saying, look, I'm not the only one. And then Lineker, as you said, said Sven will be You're always around. calling the tune, but you're the anchor calling the tune. <laughs> the puppet master. <laughs> controlling the former England well, captain. Oh, come on. As we know, every now and then a stopped clock finds a nut or whatever yeah. it is. This is <laughs> We can't put this down. So Every so often, the thing else. is, the world we live in, yes. there is absolutely no chance. Spenier and Ericsson mm. hasn't heard that news and thought to myself, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he could, I reckon it went for his mind. I'd love to that job. Because wasn't yeah. he lined up at one point? Yeah, it was, yeah, when, yeah in uh, 02 or whenever it was. Well, him and Van Howe were both sort of being mooted, weren't they, at the yes, time? And that's Ericsson right. didn't, um, didn't actually retire. Yeah, I, I think I think it would do a good job. But my serious answer would be Walter Smith and Archie Knox. <laughs> because they would do a better job than Moyes, firstly. That's not hard Isn't to... that the whole idea of replacing <laughs> yeah, Moyes? Yeah. That is. No, but I'm saying... That's it's not... not the least you expect. No, but it's not that ridiculous. They'd whip <laughs> the whole is. place They'd whip the whole place into shape. I mean, if you're not getting a performance out of those players, big up, G. Yeah. Are you not picking um, Danny Welbeck? So like, no, he's talking shite again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's been talking shite again. Yeah. You know, for a fact, it's just going to be Ryan Giggs and um, Alex Ferguson doing a bit of a Bill Shankly just turning up for training when he's not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, I'm not going to fall ahead. <laughs> Ryan Giggs will be the John Major to Alex Ferguson's Maggie Thatcher. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I like that, yeah. Maybe Giggs will start getting in. You know, Phil Neville's already there. Maybe Gary Neville will come in. David Beckham will come in. Just all of those <laughs> those guys from that time. Obviously, Robbie, apart, Robbie from, apart from Robbie, Robbie Savage. <laughs> apart from him. Um, he can run the U team. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be interesting to see all of them manage at once. Mm. I, I think Luke's got the points. Wee. Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp's got the points. You've so heard it what, here first. And he will be getting yeah. points for United. <laughs> Lee, Lee Sharp needs the victories, doesn't he? Yeah. You've heard it here first. Lee Sharp will be the next most United since, manager. Since I mentioned him just then, I'm actually now quite concerned that I haven't heard from him for a while. <laughs> I, I genuinely hope he's Does he, he normally check in? <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not <laughs> rung in. I had yet, a barbecue <laughs> invite on Facebook for a while. No, I haven't. <laughs> Why isn't he on Twitter? He's always quite forthright and quite opinionated. Who knows? Have you checked he isn't? Maybe, maybe he's, he's just stuck, not very good at it. Maybe he's stuck on Celebrity Love Island. Maybe he doesn't know how to get his blue tick, so Topical. no one believes it's him. <laughs> I found a guy today who is called David Nugent, who likes football, yes. but isn't David Nugent, wow. and pretended it was him, and he was loving it. He was absolutely <laughs> loving it. He was loving it. Yeah. Weren't you trying to get him a blue tick? Yeah, wasn't happening, though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Twitter and their rules. Um, uh, well, yeah, Moyes, um, he, he's, uh, he, he's gone out uh, against his old club, 2-0, final nail in the mm. coffin, goes to Everton. And uh, when it became mathematically impossible for Manchester United to qualify for the Champions League, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Off um, it goes, yeah. 
Would you reckon? I think... There's obviously a clause in his contract which meant yeah. if he didn't reach Champions League football, yes. then he doesn't get payoff such a big less. payoff. Yeah, it's been contract. reported as, as five million, isn't it? And people go, oh, what a loser. He's only getting five million pounds. That's what, that's what it's been mm. reported as. Who knows? Wow. That, seems, that seems quite small for just made a big up. club, though, isn't it? It seems quite small for... I don't know, but that, the clause would be for basically abject failure mm. um, yeah. by their standards, which has happened. Every, so, everything went wrong for him. five million pound payout. No wonder he's not around to comment. Yeah. He's away. He's living yeah. on an island, Never which is now time. his island. What are you going to do next, David? Whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I've just been paid literally millions of pounds to not do the most stressful thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> fuck you also. Where, where, where are you going to live? <laughs> Liverpool. They love me there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just the whole thing went wrong for, right, for, for Moyes from the beginning. Though, well, it it? Even, if you look back at the, even if you look back at the summer with, with the transfers, you just couldn't get anyone he wanted. They had the whole Ander Herrera fiasco. And just nothing worked out for him. How much do you think it's a lot of it is to do with there being a general lack of leadership at like board level as well, though? Well, they replaced the chief exec, didn't they? Yeah. Just, they just didn't. They couldn't bring anyone in that they wanted. They kind yeah. of panicked by, bought with it with a couple of players. I mean, even like Matter, he was available, but did they really need him? It, yeah. Did they really need someone in that position? It was. <laughs> it was almost very much. It was very much like, oh, he's available. He's, mm. this is like an Urzel, I think Matter's a huge, huge coup for the future, though. I read. A, mm. I, I heard on the on Five Live today a really interesting anecdote about something that sums up Moyes, uh, I suppose, if you like. And, and let's, let's be fair, let's be real here. He was only there 10 months. Yeah. Mm. We don't know what would have happened in the future. Mm. I said at the time when they hired him, presumably they've hired him, not for the manager, just the manager he is, but the manager he could become over mm. the years. Obviously, we live in a different era now to when Shankly went to Liverpool mm. and, and when Ferguson went to United. But one of the things that, that, that stuck out was I heard that David Moyes' inability to, to almost grasp the size of the club they yeah. at it was mm. a few seasons ago. He took Everton to Australia in a pre-season, um, I suppose, like bonding trip, and I think they played a few games. And he took them to Bondi Beach for a um, well, that would bond for them. Bond- yeah, for a bonding session. Yeah. and apparently it went really well. And, and, and so he thought, well, I'm going to do that with with United as well. Uh, did he? And he took United to Bondi Beach apparently last summer, and they got completely mobbed. And it was such a shambles that they had to leg it and hide on the roof of a bar. Oh my god! Wow. To, to wait for a bus to come and pick them up because he just didn't grasp how famous mm-hmm. they are. All That's the, the worst you, place for a ginger Scotsman, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you, yeah. you get the impression though, it looks like he planned it. That's an excellent point, actually. <laughs> Throughout the club, that was the problem, though, wasn't it? When Everton lost, uh, sorry, when Man United lost in in post-match interviews, he he spoke as if he was still manager of Everton, yeah. like it was a setback rather than a disaster. And a, a club that size, every defeat is a disaster, and he just never seemed to be able to grasp that. Grasp that. He seemed too comfortable in defeat. I think you're right. I think if you, if you look at the parallels, um, different situations, of course, uh, but similar size of clubs, you could argue, if you look at Brendan Rodgers, the way he's handled himself, he's not taken over from you know, Shankly or Paisley or somebody like that. But the way he talks about the club, he gets that club. Yeah. And he really, really knows. And it has to be a fit because, in fairness, it's not just, oh, this manager is good, this manager is bad. Yeah. There's various shades of grey in that. I mean, mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers was sat from Reading. You know, so mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers has always had like a keen identity in, and an And he's never really won idea. anything of. of and he's been seventh last season. Could, I know, think yeah. Man United were prepared for a wobble this season. Yeah. I think they were happy to accept that it was going to happen, but just not to this extent. Mm. Well, they made the point that they budgeted for a, a season outside of Europe. Uh, but I think it's just you know. Do you reckon that's actually true, though? Do you reckon that's just PR? Uh, maybe. I th- maybe that was just. I reckon. Uh, I reckon to that's Protect Moyes at the time. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? But um, obviously, it's not been good enough in the long run. I think it's just the manner of it, isn't it? As soon as they've seemed to find a bit of form, they've just had another really insipid defeat. Uh, and you know, the loss against Everton has been a, a perfect example of that. But we've seen that happen earlier in the season yeah, as well. And like, it's like they don't know. It's like they can't trust their own manager. 
And that's, I guess that's true of the supporters and they the had, board. They had, are, sorry, go on. Well, they had 12 games unbeaten. I think the, the root of the problem for me was that they had like a squad of players who kind of institutionalised this kind of oh, yeah. culture of public defence and private kind of masochism. So it, the, 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 the nail in the coffin was apparently, you know, after them getting beaten, you know, soundly by all, the, all these teams, he'd, go, he'd walk into the um, dressing room and instead of, you know, giving them the head, the, mm. you know, the famous head right treatment, he'd just sort of say, well, look, I thought we played well. Which may or may not be true, but I think just these players just so, yeah, I can couldn't that. couldn't deal with having someone else at the helm, and I think uh, the players uh, have to be certainly what you said held ninety percent responsible. It's, it's clear they need a rock out there. Are some of those players yeah. hang their heads for sure? But at a club like Everton, that is what you need because you don't want a team that are aspiring to sort of play above themselves. They don't need you to come in and go. That was unacceptable. You were shit. You need encouragement in that in that yeah. sense. You need to know that okay, this didn't quite work out, but there's stuff to build on. You did well there. You can't do that at Man United. You, you absolutely cannot do that. There's no room. For that sort of um, for, for for kind of letting anyone off of any faults because you have to adhere to the highest possible standards at what is arguably the biggest club on the planet. You, you know, you, clearly he just wasn't right for that. You need to take a leaf out of uh, Big Trev, the former Leatherhead manager's book. Oh yeah, walk into the dressing room. I think I've said this before. You're sure. You're shit. Sure. You're even shitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think the... that can work in the right circumstances. Market, <laughs> Maybe he which... did that as he left. Which... Maybe he just broke. Leatherhead... Had a falling down moment. <laughs> Leatherhead may be one of those situations, but. <laughs> From what you've told me in the past, it didn't work there either, really. Private, so. private <laughs> League One. No, exactly. I didn't even make it to the first team. I only played a few for the reserves. I was going to say to you that um, <laughs> I, I think, well, I think that a lot of the players are performing well below their ability level and they should be ashamed of themselves. I wonder if there's a situation where the players just thought he's just so not competent <clears throat> enough at this level that they just completely switched off. Yeah. Well, let's that talk of a few players. Ferdinand, yeah. Van Persie. Well, every six. Yeah, we're up for the Champions League games. Yeah, and and you can see the difference in the performances. But why is a professional you not up for the Premier League? Well, that is a bit strange. I have to say, and he did say, I admit it's unprofessional, which is the least I expect. Because because people have often talked, and Alex Ferguson talks about it in his in his autobiography before the most recent one, where mm. he says one of the biggest enemies of of a successful team is it is almost like um, inertia after after a, mm. a victory. So. When you win the title, it then becomes almost exponentially hard to win it again because whether it, it might even be subconscious, but then you so, almost relax and you can't mm. do anything about it. Mm. And um, you need to really combat that. And if you take the fact that United won the league last season, probably at the end of the cycle of that particular group of players, then they changed their manager. There's a lot of upheaval. Mm. It sort of goes to, it goes to show you that it can really go wrong in quite a dramatic way. And not just the manager, the backroom staff, and as you said, Pete, they changed the CEO. It's, there's a lot of um, a lot of change there that mm. was maybe has maybe gone on, um, you know. I think, un- I, can get to the, I think I can get to the bottom of it, though. Go on. This is the first Premier League season Ryan Giggs has not scored a goal. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's thinking penalties, free kicks. Bring myself on. Get me on there. I need, to, <laughs> I need a goal. And he's undermined Moyes the entire season when he realised he wasn't starting to pick him. That could mm. be and, the um, reason. Yeah, I mean, you if, you, if you look at kind of like how much this so-called whore chest uh, that's coming up uh, in the summer, that they clearly don't trust Moyes to be able to isolate players, which to be, to a certain extent for a club the size of Manchester United isn't really his job, arguably. But like 150 million doesn't yeah. seem like a lot of money. For, like, not not for, for what for, they need. For, for, <laughs> they, they need like... Everything pulling a whole new defence. They, they need mm. a whole new defence, a whole new spine, and uh, you know, and it looks like a couple of players will be moved on up front as well. So it's just, yeah. I, you know, 120 million is what it's worth to um, get promoted from the Championship nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with everything all tied together and all the, the new telly money and yeah. stuff. It's, um, I think, 150 million is, is Man City's wage bill, pretty much. If, you, th- if, you, th- if you think about um, potential successes, uh, Louis van Gaal will certainly give them a rock yeah. out of their asses. Well, let's remember these these are players that are playing below their level. If if someone comes in and motivates them 
properly, there'll be an instant. Well, it's a perfect job now, isn't yeah. it? I mean, they won the league the season before, yeah. bar a few players. There's definitely more in there from them. Well, I don't think I know what you mean in one sense with 150 million, but you can't sign loads of players. It's not a good idea generally, no. and Spurs are the but ultimate the, the example. The problem with that, though, Marcus, is they're going to lose Vidic this, this year. Um, <laughs> Ferdinand might well be off. Even you know, his legs might decide that for him. Um, yeah, but for, if they got four or five signings. That's a lot, though. Isn't someone it? was saying a lot. Someone was saying that Moyes lost Rio Ferdinand. It's heart, the heart and mind of Rio Ferdinand, if you like. He's got he, mind. When he, yeah, well, <laughs> when he uh, eventually found it and then uh, lost it again, and he said that um, he, he got Rio Ferdinand apparently to watch videos of Phil Jagielka. Oh, because he was having a good season and other stuff and apparently Ferdinand was like oh we'll see if a fucking one yeah. and that was it yeah I, that's the problem isn't it I mean he went after Baines in like this crazy pursuit of Baines and Fellaini as well that really derogatory bid for the pair of them do you remember it was something like was it 28 million or 35 million or something like that for, was, for I think both it was 24 for both which, which yeah. is crazy it's, that's it's why like, he got such a bad reception when he went back there yeah absolutely I mean it's he had this, this obsession with Everton almost that he couldn't get out of it. As we we made a point very early into his reign that he'd, he'd forgotten that he was now driving a Porsche as, a, as, as opposed to a sort of more moderate hatchback, you might say, <laughs> at, at Everton. And it, it just seems like he never got out of that mentality, especially with a very basic playing style that he had the music. But the, the worst part of that game against Everton at Goodison Park at the weekend was that, I mean, Everton are a good team. Uh, of course, but they don't even need to be anywhere near their best to beat United. No, no. I mean, they, they look so comfortable the whole oh, way through it. God, but in wide areas, I couldn't uh, believe it was the United team. And what Pete was saying earlier is, Moyes, you know, he came out and, and in the media, he was saying, well, you know, we had more possession, we had more this, that, and the other, and actually, he didn't get that it was an awful result and an awful mm. performance. But mm. where would you fancy Moyes popping up next? Newcastle, Villa. I'd take him for Newcastle. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. Mm. Every day and twice on Sundays, as you might say, Luke. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would, it would be a good fit from that a medium-sized sort of Premier League club. Would be mm. perfect for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Giggs is the interim manager. Can't yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's exciting, I mean, isn't it? The BBC reporting today. There's no chance he'll be considered for the long-term job. Well, it's it's not as exciting it is as it is from a neutral point of view. It is a nightmare for Giggs because obviously it must have been an ambition of his to take over at United one day if he wants to become a manager. But under the, like, the most pressure that the club has faced in the modern era, that's not ideal. I think the pressure. But at the same time, sure the finished now. Isn't it? Well, is it though? Because it's. It, it, it's a disaster. This is just these, you're going down with a ship. These, you know, these, yeah. There's no pressure, but there's no glory in it. These sort of seeds have been we saw on last season when Alex Ferguson eventually chose David Moyes as his successor. Um, the Glazers are, 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 are at fault as well. They've never really had to spend any money. They've had to service debt every single year, so they've never been able to, um, you know, finance, yeah. you know, vast swathes of, uh, of um, you know, fringe players that mm. you know would still cost a pretty penny. I think it's. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of players to be shared around, not not yeah, just at the, uh, right, yeah. at the door of uh, David Moyes. Well, the Ryan, Gig- yeah. Ryan Giggs thing's interesting because the the, the the sort of conventional wisdom would be that oh, he's too inexperienced to manage Man United. But if you think of the enemies and the things that make it tough for managers with no experience, it's like convincing the players, convincing the fans, uh, all that. So he's, he's got all that already, Giggs. Yeah. There's no way the mm. players won't respect him. There's no way. Are you telling me when he comes out of the tunnel at Old Trafford? He's not going to get a massive mm. reception. He's going to get the most yeah. amazing reception. I, I don't know whether... I mean, just like I said, the BBC, who are much more informed than me, have reported that he's not being considered. But I don't know whether they're giving him a few, a few games to get his feet under the table. Mm. And I think it, it's a chance they won't be able to get the manager they want. The, the, the Klopp, for example, said no. Mm. Van Hal, it might fall through. Van Hal's a very testy character. Yeah, but Klopp, Klopp says no now. 
Who knows if they meet him and they talk to him? I mean, yeah. I, Klopp can't say yes while exactly. he's still managing Dortmund. Yeah. Van Hal says he cry, cries every day, so it could have just been during his crying bit. Yeah, crying with his balls out. There's some choice Van Hal quotes. But it would if be Van nice. Hal gets it, strap yourself in. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be amazing, but it'll be such. <laughs> it's going to be angry. It, those testicles. Van Hal against be, uh, Jose. Oh, oh, come on. That's what I'm talking about. Please. That's what I'm talking about. Phil Neville staying on, by the way. Now, I bet he is he's double, safe. double agent. <laughs> we know his game. <laughs> he used to be a double agent on the pitch as well. That was yeah. the trouble. Have you seen Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy? Mm. Neville. Neville. Neville Junior. Or is he? Who's the older one? I can't remember. He's, Phil uh, Neville. He's younger, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, Gary's older, hence he's retired. Um, the most bizarre result of the Premier League season for me was Chelsea won Sunderland two. Mm. Um, I know Sunderland, I mean, they got a great point away to City. I mean, nearly won the game, although you mm. could say... We should have won the game, really. Well, they nearly lost it as well, because Nasri had that chance yeah, at the end. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Sunderland, I mean, I just don't know what to bloody predict. We sit here and I was like, well, Sunderland are down, and then and it's going to be them, them and them, and then Sunderland get four points in in two games, which you think they they were never going to get. Luckily yeah. they get one. They've pulled it yeah. out. Connor Wickham's suddenly playing like a man possessed. Well, he's just playing, isn't he? Yeah. I suppose. Um, Poyer's, uh, uh, you know, I've seen Wickham play occasionally. Uh, I mean, he's where, always been a good player. He, I've, I've seen him look really bad, though. Do you not think yeah. he looks bigger? He's, he used to be quite wiry, didn't he? I, you've got to give him credit for for the way he's taking his chances oh, and yeah. the runs he's made. Because the, the the goals he scored, he's made nice sort of textbook striker runs and, and nice finishes and yeah. stuff. Mm. Got himself in there, and, and you know, it's a great bit of management from Poyer. Really, Timely form because well, they've had tr- they've had trouble with trying to keep Fletcher fit and stuff, haven't they? And, and Wickham's come in, and Altidore's not a goal scorer, so it's been yeah. difficult for them. But Wickham's coming; he's basically found someone to, to contribute really important goals at this stage of the season, which is a really good effort. Well, maybe Poirier's just had him in the gym. Maybe that's why he's not been pr- playing; just bulking him up. Yeah. <laughs> Get that creatine powder down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sunderland now. I think if they win their game in hand, they go safe for the, for the time well, being. Not safe out of the relegation. Out of the relegation. Yeah, do, Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah but it's back in their own hands. The safety zone, which is remarkable. I mean, everyone's how bad they've been. That yeah. was a, that yeah. was a nailed-on three points for Chelsea for me. Incredible. Me. Mourinho um, wasn't best pleased with the referees, despite saying he was happy with their <laughs> he's, performances. He's found so many clever ways to get around fines. I know. He, uh, what I liked about it is like the, the, it was such a colossal sulk from him. Mm. <laughs> he it, it continued until he ended up in another country. He's in Madrid now. So yeah, like, that's you know, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sort of walked. He just stopped sulking. <laughs> and he went. Oh, I'm in Madrid now. I've got to sort the other game out now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, they all hate me here. God. <laughs> I love the um, the story I've shared on Twitter. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but um, obviously Mourinho's going back to the Calderon tonight mm. for the Atletico Madrid. Oh, game. yeah. And when he was manager of Real Madrid, um, he went to the Calderon to play Atletico Madrid. Mm. Um, not long after, he poked Villanova in the eye. Mm. Oh, well, certainly, we don't know how long after it was, but it was after that, obviously. I think that was in, the pr- in their yeah, version might have of the, the community. Yeah, it might have been. It was and in v- his version of his eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of them anyway. Yeah, he poked Villanova and, um, in the eye. You guys, we talked about um, uh, Herman Burgos, the Simeone assistant, the mm. guy, the big guy with the Google Glass. Yeah. Um, apparently, one of the first <laughs> He's things, a monster. One of the first things he did when they all came out the tunnel is he went up to Mourinho, shook him by the hand, like whispered in his ear, I'm not Tito, do that to me and I'll knock your head off. <laughs> <laughs> and Mourinho didn't give a peep. Yeah. Like, I don't think Mourinho will give a peep tonight. Simeone's, that's, Simeone's much Maybe that's why he wore the you Google Glass. You wouldn't want to test Simeone. <laughs> you couldn't get at him. Yeah. He kept tapping the glass. Yeah. You ruined my Google Glass. <laughs> do you know how much they are? There'll be, yeah. there'll, there'll be trouble. I, I, I thought it was, um, I thought Jimmy Randolph covered himself in all kinds of glory. He's found his sense gland. 
Yeah, he, uh, he just went off on one for ages, going, you know, you, referees don't lose your titles. It's losing winnable matches. You know, you know Mourinho scored some goals. Uh, he did mention the, 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 the foul on Larson, the elbow on Larson. Yeah, you know, Ramirez should have been sent off. Yeah, I mean, that I was would, shocking. Well, I would say Adam Johnson probably should have been yeah. sent off as yeah. well. But Ramirez has turned into an awful hatchet man this season. Oh, yeah. He's done some terrible things. He mm. used to be a really good box-to-box sort of hustle-bustle midfield player. He's just like a hatchet man. You mean man. Ramirez? Ramirez. Oh, yeah, who did I say? Mourinho. Mourinho. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Which Ramirez. still sort of made sense <laughs> sort of just true, after yeah. the game. Ramirez is basically the Brazilian Lee Catamol now. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say that... Technical box, technical areas. I was going to say that um, the thing with Mourinho is he'll always give... Um, he'll always give sort of, I suppose, to his mind, well-thought-out... Uh, reasons to, to deflect the away from his players and pipe up in the press and all this other stuff. And because n- traditionally we're used to him being successful, so therefore, by definition, because he wins loads more games than he loses, it doesn't happen as much. But now because they're having a bit of a wobble and they're not gonna, probably not going to win anything this season, they're certainly not going to win the league now, I wouldn't have thought. We've seen it more and more because he's got more and more reason to complain. And so he's not careful, to, 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 to quote the thick of it, he'll, he'll go from the man we love to hate to the man we just hate. Yeah. And, then that, and that'll be when his, his time is up at Chelsea because it'll be really interesting to see how long Chelsea fans, who are obviously to a man pretty much in love with Mourinho because of what he's done. And that's fair enough, you know, he's a legend yeah. of their club. Yeah. Um, how long they are, they are patient with him because if he doesn't win anything this season they don't start off the next season like a house on fire because it's very tempting to think oh do you know what well Chelsea will do well this season it's Mourinho's first season back in English football they're going to be up there there or thereabouts they might even get to a Champions League final they might even win the Champions League but if they don't it's then tempting to think oh well I'll just get a really good striker in the summer and everything will be mm. fine it might not be Mm-hmm. And it'll be really interesting to see if Mourinho just continues down this road of becoming like a parody of himself without actually having to win things because he'll realise that as soon as you stop winning things, it's actually not going to last very long. Well, he's, he's, gone, he's gone a bit Holloway for me. <clears throat> like, he's, like His last sort of outburst about what things he's scared of, a shark, his wife. You yeah. know, it's just, it's, just, it's just a bit Holloway for yeah, me. We've got her in the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's... there's Beginning to be a few parallels from his time at Madrid. But can I just say that we should we should talk about Sunderland because they were brilliant. Oh yeah, and they're really really fir- first of the ball. They played really well. They played as well as they played in the first half of the League Cup final when we saw them. They're really good. That's mm. what he's, we, we said that didn't we? When people talk about you know every game's a cup final, I thought well Poye should definitely get that mentality because in the cup final the they cup, set yeah. up well, really really against well. really big sides. You know they've kind of reproduced a bit of form. Yeah. You know, and mm. it's kind of like can we play every week, please? I know. It's, it's <laughs> if you went with the big sides, if you went on home go. If you went on the games left, I mean, Sunderland have got um, two, three out of their four at home. They're at home to Cardiff. Cardiff, West Brom, mm. and Sun- uh, Swansea. I mean, what, I mean, if they win against if they Cardiff, win against Cardiff that's a that's a ten pointer for I me. Mean, isn't it incredible? Bottom of the league side, they're the ones who end Mourinho's seventy say seventy seven uh, uh, Chelsea home match unbeaten record in the league. Yeah, yeah, and when Chelsea, if they win that game, have mm. the league title in their hands. You know, their, yeah. their own fate in their, in their hands, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, which is just remarkable. I mean, it, when he lost uh, his his 151 home uh, unbeaten record mm. uh, when he was at Real Madrid, but that was encompassing all the clubs that he's managed. Yeah. Nine years he hadn't been beaten at home. It was yeah. against Sporting he, G, Egon, yeah. Yeah. who were not going for anything at the time. Yeah. So it is quite funny that sometimes when he does slip up against these, these smaller sides, it is quite spectacular. Mm. And the penalty decision was a penalty. As yeah, well, absolutely. It's not as though he got yeah, out, like, the referee dropped an absolute rick, and that no, it, you know. And also, he was lucky not to have a man sent off. And uh, as you said, you know, Johnson could and should have gone as well. But you know, they got, <laughs> they also got some luck through that. And you know, I think back to a, a little while ago when Mourinho was saying that it's impossible to, for Chelsea to win the league when it looked like they were going to. And now, from a position where they've basically shot themselves in the foot with a really silly result ahead of two 
very draining Champions League game encounters with Liverpool in between. Like, that just seems crazy now. If they don't win anything from these positions, then that, that statement just seems mad. I know it was supposed to deflect pressure uh, at the time, but it just it just makes it look like he's losing the plot. I don't see Chelsea beating Liverpool at Anfield either. No, I don't. I don't see that happening. No. And even if they do, Liverpool can afford that now. Yeah. I yeah. think they'll do, win their other games. Do we see Sunderland staying up? Well, it's so hard to say. I personally... I think it's going to be Fulham because they've got Hull, Stoke, and Palace, and those teams are all safe. Really. Stoke away, Stoke away, yeah. But you know they drew with Cardiff recently. They've got less, way, much less to play for than Fulham, and I think that might go into their favour. I'm not sure. I think I think Cardiff away to Sunderland that will be a slugfest. Then they go to Newcastle, three points, lol, no, <laughs> lol, um, and then they play Chelsea at home again. So, uh, well, we'll see, won't we? I mean, next weekend's going to be a great weekend of football because you've got Liverpool, Chelsea, Anfield. You've lots, got, of, lots of great um, weekends. Sunderland, Cardiff. You know. It's, it's all brilliant from now on. Yeah. Every moment of every game is amazing from it this really point is. of view. Unless you're a Newcastle fan. Unless yeah. you're a Newcastle yeah. fan. It's well, yeah. probably quite boring Unless you're and depressing. Mourinho. I mean, no doubt he'll be really annoyed about, you know, the, the uh, Atletico um, keeper will pull off some amazing saves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. be really annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's didn't get any money for it. He's my toy. He's hurt us. I want all my toys back. He's hurt us today. What about Swansea? They beat Newcastle 2 they're on 36 points now, probably safe. Mm. Bonnie uh, with yeah, a double. Papacice <laughs> suffered a broken kneecap. Pete. Uh, oh, such ow. A, such a tough injury. That's awful. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's because they played him out wide and played a weird kind of three at the back. Well, his kneecap system. didn't want to go. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not the reason his knees well, are not a bit of the I'll, I'll play up my kneecaps not having it. What about Chris Foy? He was hit in the face with the ball and was eventually replaced. Yeah, that's yeah. a nasty one. Don't let us see that. No, no, advancing years. He carried on for yeah. a bit longer. I, I, I heard that um, Papi C is obviously going to be out for the rest of the season. I won't be surprised he's out for the start next season with that yeah. injury. I think Broken he, um, kneecap. Well, it depends on how bad it is. I mean, it's, you know. It's a broken so kneecap. <laughs> you don't put any weight on a kneecap. I know someone without a kneecap. Do you? Yeah. They can't bend their leg then. Yeah, they can. It's just there's just no protection for the thing. Right. They've got, like, they've got enough. They've got all the tendons and all, all that crap. It's not one of your friends who plays with a ramble team. <laughs> <laughs> I took it off him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this. Did you win it in a bet? <laughs> got a chisel back home. Having that, yeah. you got an extra kneecap. Got loads yeah. of them round my neck. Where'd you put it? Great. Right, <laughs> Did you use the nice soldier? Did you use an eye patch? I just, I just, I just think it's really sad. It's just another player that you know had you. Has pardued, <laughs> and now, <laughs> yeah. and now, and you know, it, it's probably going to be his last kick, possibly ever. But certainly for Newcastle United, well, Swan, just, Swans have had a bit of a, mi- a tumultuous sort of mixed season. But oh, I mean, yeah. Bonnie's had such a good, good oh, yeah. year. Isn't mm. he? He's just as well they've had him. They needed him really badly. Oh, yeah, they did, mm. did the just. Shelby's mm. um, been good as well. I, 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 when, he, when they were taking that penalty, I was like, kind of want them to score that. To be honest, you want really? you I, 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 Oh, you should never want your own club to lose, Pete. I know. Well, you know. The season we've had, isn't it? Really? <laughs> it's not. It's it's higher than Pardew. Pete, give us a Pardew out. Come on, Pardew out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Wenger out. Mm. <laughs> Arsenal fans who sort of want Wenger out, but at the same time really appreciate what he's done for them. Yeah, but and that's kind Wenger of the out. volume you get at the Emirates anyway, <laughs> yeah, so it's hard true. to tell. Yeah. It's a cold and it's a broken Pardew out, if you will. Yeah. Now then, uh, Liverpool. They're 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 going to win, aren't they? They're going to win the league. They are. Even players that don't actually play for them, such as Fabio Barini. Yes, um, are just putting in a shift for them. It's <laughs> amazing. That was, and that was Mourinho's master plan, ironically, <laughs> to, to put little players out there to hurt other teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you've got Moses playing for Liverpool. He didn't expect Liverpool to be tempted. No. <laughs> That's obviously <laughs> obvious. And then he's got, as you say, Barini uh, bringing the lols. Yeah, Sterling got a double, although his his second one was heavily. Deflected. Oh yeah, was, but come on, it was given. To Got to take the shot on you. Should he play central for for club and country? 
Or maybe well, central you, for one or the other. Or well, maybe you, stick him out wide. Well, he's, he's doing really well at Liverpool, clearly. He's brilliant. The England mm. question is a difficult one to answer, though, because the natural thing would be like, OK, well, you play Sterling and you play Rooney right up front. Yeah. But then what are you going to do with Sturridge? I mean, that's right. right. So maybe you don't play Rooney, but then that seems crazy. So Front three of Rooney, Sturridge and Sterling. Oh, front three. would be beautiful, wouldn't it? <laughs> Rooney and Sturridge with, with Sturridge just behind. Yeah. I'm not sure it would work. But no, I'd no, no. I'd like, I'd, 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 no, I'd actually put Rooney I'd love out. to see it. I'd, I think... I think Where's um, Carroll going to go? <laughs> to the pub. <laughs> I I don't think the Hodge is going to pick Carroll. No, he's not. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think he should personally. I think he's had a good season, all things considered. Uh, mm, I'm but I, I don't. I don't want to muddy these waters with Carroll. I think, I think he'll have. Dirty I think Carroll water. Rooney out left, Sturridge up top. Oh, let's not use all our England chat now. We'll be fucked for the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, that is a, <laughs> a live show. I think of content management, please, chat. <laughs> that is a bloody good point. I think Liverpool have shown, as I've said before, many, many different types of ways of winning many, many different types of games, and they are coming into the form they need to come into, which we've seen teams do over and over again in the Premier League when they win the title at the right time. Chelsea are dropping points, City are dropping points, Liverpool clearly are not dropping points, mm. and. Th- the hardest game they've got left is Palace away. I think I think they'll beat Chelsea at home. They're just they're just too good at home, mm. um, and they've ridden the storm on so many different occasions in this um, in this running. They've ridden the storm against West Ham. They rode the storm against Sunderland. They've now ridden a sort of mini storm against Norwich. By the way, who were completely the coverage of Norwich against Liverpool by the commentator and the pundits was absolutely scandalous. They were yeah. talking about Norwich like they're some sort of like third round FA Cup like <laughs> semi pro side, yeah. not a side that spent like fifty million in the summer. Who got full of players? I will tell you something. You think Man United players are underperforming, which they are. Norwich players, Norwich yeah. should be nowhere near where they are. And 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 they and, and really just because they had a good half an hour in the second half against Liverpool when the pressure was off and again the they weren't expected to win because because they've lowered their own standards to such an extent, they, they should play like that all the time. I don't know about nowhere near where they are. I mean, they're not much better than someone like you know, West Ham and... Uh, Didn't they pay £10 million for Leroy Fur? Did they? And they pay £8-odd million pound for Van Wolfsburg, who scored one goal on the first day of the season. That's it. Come yeah. on. These players should be performing better. <laughs> well, they should Norwich be, Norwich yeah. should be doing better. Yeah, but I'm not saying... Are. I don't think Norwich are the 11th best team in England. Well, Roots, for example... Well, or even twelve, thirty. I'd I say think they should. I, I, for me personally, from what I've seen of them, and I've seen flashes of them. For example, when they drew with Man City and mm. half hour against Liverpool, when they played okay, and they've had, they've had some good performances this season here and there. Mm. Um, they should be a mid-table side. It's okay. simple as that. Right. And they've got they've, uh, they've shot themselves in the foot um, to, to steal the cliche that Jim used earlier because they've got <laughs> three really tough games, and they're probably going to get relegated now because you can't mm. see them getting anything out of them, can you? No, no. absolutely. No, well, they just don't do. Enough. I remember seeing them at the Emirates against Arsenal, and they actually looked decent for a bit, and then lost four nil. Like just that sort of, it just happened really suddenly. That's an like awful just... habit to be in. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, before we leave the Premier League, my favourite moment of the footballing weekend was the uh, advertising boards getting blown onto the pitch at Hull. Bruce, he loved it, didn't he? Yeah, he loved a bit of that. Aaron Ramsey, Ramsey was great for it's Arsenal. Dangerous. By the way. It certainly was. Good goal from those, those, as well. those advertising were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real Easter treat, that. Yeah, it is. It's one of those yeah. rarities. You think, yeah, that's Easter nice. Treat. In your head, you're thinking, that's going to be on Question of Sport in a couple yeah. of years' time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the modern version of Dog on the Pitch. Yeah, it is. It really is. Dog yeah. versus Dog on the Pitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an advertiser. The advertisers are pitch invading. Mm. In, yeah. in a sense in maybe a the pitch will just be one big advert in future. Mm. We've seen some pitch invasions this weekend. We haven't we have. yeah. mm. To the Championship, um, where uh, Burnley beat Wigan 2 0. Yeah, Pitch invasion. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. The Clarets, they're back in the Premier League. Sean Dyche. Mm. What a magnificent job that I'll that man what, has done. I'm really upset with him. Because when he got lofted onto, his shoulder, onto the player's shoulders and everyone was celebrating. Did he defecate? 
<laughs> no, we didn't defecate, Marcus. Don't we show buddy? That would be disappointing. Yeah. Really? And I'm disappointed in you, actually, for bringing that up. Well, I never said he did it. I was just inquiring. The sole of his right foot. A really untidy um, repair job on his heel of yeah. his shoe. And also two big globs of chewing gum. Now, yeah. on his shoe? That's not, not, his that's not Premier League that's quality. Not and it's good that he's getting his shoes repaired rather than just throwing them away. Not no. good enough for a night of the realm. No, it <laughs> a, needs a to be good, tidy. A good re-signed job, Jim. Not a night of the realm. Yeah. You should not be able to notice. No, it's a different colour. The nails the, nah. the, the, the nails are all, you know, askew. No, well, take, <laughs> take issue with this cobbler. <laughs> yeah. Not with him. Yeah, but, well, he's paid good money. He should demand a good a good job. Like, Change your cobbler. Like, he demand a quality, you know, performance It's not players. a Premier League cobbler. And if he needs no. shoes repaired next season, he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah, I agree with you, Pete. He's been Premier League for a matter of seconds and you're already coming. It's this tough is, at the top. Well, mate, that's the pressure, the I would ex- I, This is Shreve's doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> that's what that is. Where did the chewing gum front come from, then? Well, the fans. Chewing gum on his foot. Probably the not mouth of a fan. Not yeah. having it. I think Pete's doing a very, very admirable job of preparing him for life at the top floor. Exactly. Every minutiae of his life is going to be studied. What did head of Team Sky and head of the great British cycling team Dave, Br- Dave Brailsford used to say aggregated marginal gains <laughs> you do little marginal gains yes. and added together they improve you he, sole mean, of your shoe is one of them he I mean, got Burnley said, promoted that is the foundation of which we all stand the sole of our feet yeah. Marcus okay. symbolically a important bit of respect and I think um, I think uh, 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 a reporter was asking him a question about, you know, are you going to find it hard in the Premier League? And, uh, and he did say, um, can you nah. let me enjoy today? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. Well, you're not, you know, Pete, are you? Before you ask me about being written off, I'm not writing off his chances as a football manager. I'm writing off his chances as a human. Yeah. Right? Right. Because <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I know it's not what you want to hear, Burnley fans. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the pressure you're At under. the very least, Sean Dyche should have said, don't lift me up, chaps. Yeah. I've got a bit of a bad heel-related problem. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, you've got to give the fans what they want. Today. Yeah. Well, you've got to give the fans what they want. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm-hmm. I think they were ill-prepared. Yeah. yeah. They I weren't think... expecting it. Well, he was expecting to be promoted. They were in, they were in poor position. Yeah. Not having it. You never know against Wigan, do you? <laughs> I'm so looking forward to seeing uh, Danny Ings and Sam Vokes in the Premier League. Yeah. I hope that Dyche, uh, you know, is brave enough to go with them. I imagine he will be. He seems a quite sort of um, attack-minded manager. Well, worst, it's nice to see the strike partnership back. The worst I hope we get more yeah, of it. Yeah, I'll absolutely agree with that. The worst thing they can do is it, because it's very difficult for promoter teams to sign strikers, as, we, mm. as we've talked about before. The worst thing they can do is sign some sort of unproven um, foreign national. Some Carlos Kickerball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what Nigel Fry's told me, anyway. And, um, I was actually going to do the joke on the show about um, David Moyes, Nigel, Nigel Farage taking over at um, May Night because of Europe and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And then, Worryingly enough, Nigel Farage had a variation of the joke during the day. Oh, no. So I'm on the same wavelength oh, with Nigel Farage. <laughs> or as he should be known as Nigel Farage. Yes. Mm. Mm. A bit of French, isn't it, Farage? Yeah. He went like that. Yeah. Mar- Married a German. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can we never talk of Nigel Farage again on yes. the show? Nigel Farage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, him as well. Yeah. Both of them. Imagine if he's in that plane, what had the sign on it? Oh, yeah. Can so, we start talking about Steve Clarige? <laughs> Instead, <laughs> if you'd like, Clarice. by all means, <laughs> but for the United job. Yeah. Well, I'd like well, to. I'd like to talk about um, uh, David Nugent. Le différence. My yeah, standout result on the Easter weekend for me was Leicester City one QPR nil. On Good Friday, the difference was the difference. <laughs> I like that it, scoring against Redknapp's team. He, he isolated him, didn't he? Was it a Portsmouth Redknapp? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he was really signed, undermined him. He was signed for Portsmouth, but Redknapp, I don't think, wanted him and then treated him like absolute. 
pony. He Have that. New. He wasn't yeah. new. Grown up bully. I saw a lot of that match, and it? and it was like, it was two teams doing like 3 5 2, but neither of them, sorry, uh, QPR had no idea how to do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I went, I've, 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 heard I've, heard this, yeah. I've heard of this. 3 5 2. <laughs> What's that mean, boss? Don't know. Foreign muck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, big, a bigger wage bill than Atletico Madrid and Keep Bruce Dortmund wow. yeah. that's incredible uh, playoffs will do won't they that is playoffs will do incredible <laughs> isn't it David Nugent apparently before the game um, um, apparently well they've before, never had it so good apparently David Nugent before the game went up to Harry Redknapp and said uh, revenge is a dish best served cold and I've decided that today your team will not be promoted <laughs> all the best See, the, the commentator actually said the co-commentator I'm not sure who it was um said, um, referring to Nugent's pace after he finished, that's the difference, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. That is certainly is. the difference. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I, I, tried to, I tried to have a bet with a couple of pals at work that not, Nugent will get 10 Premier League goals at least. Oh, they're, they're backing yeah, away I from that. So. Yeah, they, they, they didn't want it. No, of course they didn't, they didn't want, want it. it. I think he will. It's ridiculous. Asu Okoto, um didn't really fancy it, did he? Did he not? I no, he really. got just got sent off Are you in talking a really about the season boneheaded in way. Yeah, the season in yeah. general, but particularly th- that game. Okay, right. It's like this, well, if I get myself banned now, yeah. I'm pretty much done. Go work on me DJing. Got a big yeah. season in Ibiza. I'm yeah. doing an after show at the World Cup. <laughs> ben, ben, well, I'll see you on a beach. I'll see you on a beach. Yeah. We've still got a few games left. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. Uh, I'll see you on the beach. I'll right. come back. I'll come back. We've got <laughs> games left. What? Yeah, I'll see you on the beach. Uh, can we, Pasha, can we, Pat, you come and Pasha with me. Yeah. Can we play the games on the beach? No, okay. <laughs> Should we just not play the games? I'll see you later. <laughs> Who do you think you'll blame? When they Who don't go up. Yeah. <laughs> he won't discriminate. Nugent. Yeah. <laughs> Who blames the difference? <laughs> yeah, he will. He's hurt us today. <laughs> <laughs> I never He's liked him. He's us. At the end of the day, I signed him at Portsmouth and he was, oh, I knew he'd be a player. <laughs> and if they let me sign him for QPR, we'd be in the yeah. Premier League. That's what he'll say. Oh, dear. The last <laughs> playoff spot. Let me just, before uh, we move one. on, since he took over at QPR in November 2012, brought in 22 players, <laughs> including loans. 22. Amazing. Wow. Mm. Yeah. God, you go, go on now. If uh, I think of any more, I'll drop them in later. Please do. Please two do. teams. <laughs> it is two, two teams. Two new teams. Yeah. yeah. Shoot from the hip more. That's mm. what we want, yeah. Um, Brighton, Ipswich, Reading, Blackburn, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, maybe even Watford are battling it out for the last available playoff spot. Uh, Wigan are more likely to, uh, the most likely to get uh, fifth spot as well. Mm. So a lot of teams still going for that. And down the bottom as well, Millwall have had a, a couple of good results of late. Middlesbrough away, too much. well, maybe not drawing at home to, to Donkers, but Middlesbrough away, beating them. So they're out of the relegation zone. Yeovil all but down. And Barnsley looking like they'll be relegated to Yeovil were always going to look down when their chairman was like, well, we're just happy to be here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which I kind <laughs> of admire in an odd way. Um, but Charlton had a great win at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, Sordell with a with a first career hat-trick. What a time to get wow. that. Mm. Marvellous stuff. Um, and they go away to, to Blackpool on the last day. Blackpool are in the relegation zone. So Charlton, Doncaster, Mill, Birmingham, Blackpool all fighting to finish above that 22nd place. The championship Exciting once again. It is very close. I mean, there's three points separating sort of six-ish teams for for that sixth plus. But I think we're going to we'll probably will come for because I got a game in hand as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it will be interesting. To see what who would happens. you fancy for the playoffs? I mean, obviously we don't know who's going to finish sixth. But I mean, Derby have been um, excellent since I, McLaren's I think, taken I over. I think Wigan have shown themselves. But Wigan to be good. Yeah, cup yeah. side, aren't they? Yeah, Ross, I rate Rosler as well. And I thought Wigan um, played to a game plan against Arsenal at, um, at Wembley mm. very, very well. Uh, it was hard to. I mean, really. I think them. I mean, I think I think really Leicester have shown themselves to be different class. Mm. Burnley have got a great manager, Sean Dice, and they score lots of goals. I think that Wigan and QPR. I don't mean this as a dig, but I think they are probably too good for the Premier League, right. uh, for the Championship. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, but Wigan have got players who you think, <clears throat> like Jordi Gomez, for example. Like, 
quality yeah. players. Callum McManaman. McManaman, well. exactly. Yeah, mm. they, they've got a lot of good players. There. I, I mean, love as well the way their momentum has carried on from the FA Cup final last season. They've yeah, right. actually not dipped from then. Had another really good cup run. Yeah. And Beat City yeah, at the Etihad. Yeah, it's amazing. We have seen teams in the past co- use their momentum to sort of almost bully their way into the playoffs late on and then yeah. actually get promoted. So you, you never know what could happen. But it'll be really interesting. I think, um, I think I genuinely think those players at QPL will find it hard to lift themselves to the playoffs. I think um, it'll be between Derby and Wigan in my view. Yeah. Uh, to League One. To League One. Brentford are up. Mm. Hey. Well done to them. Yeah, well after, to them. after the heartbreak of last season. Yeah, yeah. And other um, <clears throat> playoff final losses. And Often whatnot, spurs those teams on, doesn't it? You see them have a heartbreaking playoff loss and then they just get their shit together straight <laughs> away and just force their way up the and next um, season. Brentford lost their manager as well. Indeed. But Warburton's come in and done a good job. I was talking to, to Billy the Bee, Brentford fans will probably know he is quite a um, well known supporter. He's absolutely loving it. He says Warburton's a really good bloke as well. Yeah. And the whole team, the whole of the Brentford side, were in the pub with the fans till. Goodness oh. knows what hour after. <laughs> after. Yeah, he said like the fans were leaving, and the team were like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> someone, someone said to me at uh, work about. But I mean, another drink. <clears throat> yeah. Someone said to me at work a week or two ago when Leicester got promoted. Um, he was going around saying um, on the email saying um, pile on um, Brighton to beat Leicester because I was in the I was in a nightclub last night at one am and they're all still in there. <laughs> <laughs> and they got beat. They got beat four one. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Not bothered. Marvelous. Brilliant. Marvelous. It's a bit unprofessional because they're not champions. They yeah, weren't I'm champions. Saying, I'm at saying the time. marvelous. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, friend of the ramble, Murray James is uh, Shrewsbury Town side. Look like they're going down to League Two. Yeah. Oh, Shame. Murray. Shame. I had a manager for years. Um, what's his name? Graham Dingy. Uh, I forget his name. Now. Very yeah. nicely Graham dressed. Dingy. It looks like, it looks like yeah. <laughs> Graham Dingy. Uh, part-time Coast Guard and football manager. He, he said that um, he Graham Turner. I might show myself up a terrible lower league knowledge here. But I think it might be Graham Turner. Anyway, Hartlepool's Graham Turner. Oh, is no. Anyway, I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, the point is that he was manager for ages. He dresses like a the manager of a working men's club. Oh yeah. And um, club tile that sort of stuff. Yeah. And they didn't really replace him. And they've been, <laughs> they've been in trouble ever since. Ah, but feel free to tweet me out if that's, if that's absolute bollocks. Tweet him. Mm. Um, right then, let's go abroad. Let's go to La Liga. Uh, Atleti, they beat Elche 2 0. Miranda and Costa. It's, it's, come on, boys. Mm. You're nearly there. Come on. <laughs> They're our... in it, though, aren't they? They, they are. Good. You were talking to me about Miranda earlier, weren't you? Sonny? All of Fernando Torres' ex sides could win the leagues this season. <laughs> Both of them, not all of them. <laughs> all of them. Um, uh, still all of them. <laughs> yeah, Luke and I were saying beforehand that um, I was saying that uh, uh, Let's Go Madrid will surely tie next season. But actually, there was chat. I think on this very podcast, that we thought uh, Let's Go Madrid would burn out before yeah. the well, end of the season. Yeah, they play such an intensity. That, yeah. yeah, but they. Could, I mean, Champions League and the Liga double. Is there a worry be... though that those two Champions League games against Chelsea are going to be so draining that it might affect their league form? I really hope that. Not with Chelsea playing. Yeah, but Atletico players are just terrified of not playing well. Yeah, I mm. think they can afford to lose a game with their um, with their last four matches. Remember that they've got Barca on the last day. They that do. Just uh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. However, well, you know, it is, but it could be sewn up before then. I mean, they're away to Valencia. Which is a very tricky one in between Chelsea matches, and then they're away to Levante, and Levante are ninth as well. They're not having a bad season. Then they're at home to Malaga, and then Barcelona away on the last day of the season. You would imagine Real Madrid would win their games left, although they go away to Celta Vigo. It's Luis Enrique in charge of Celta Vigo, former Barcelona player. Couldn't tell you. 
I think he might be. Mm, I've He'd love him. to disrupt that, wouldn't he? He would. Mm. Um, you were saying how you'd like to see uh, Miranda go to the World Cup for Brazil. I would, yeah. I think he's. Um, I think he's had an excellent season. Scored a lovely header as well. He did. So, yeah. He was captain fairly recently, but I don't think he's in the current squad. Well, this is the thing about this Brazil side. But, I mean, we don't want to use up the World Cup chat, as yeah. you say. <laughs> but they've got. I mean, if you look at like the, the likes of Fernandinho and and Willian, who uh, look great Will players, Will I am as well. Yeah. Um, hardly got any caps. They've yeah. got so mm. many players, Brazil, mm. which is why I think they're probably. Are you trying to tell me that Brazil are quite a sort of strong, powerful football nation? <laughs> no, I think this is a, this is a revelation. They've taken now. a turn. The thing about Miranda, turned a screw. Miranda is quite old, though, isn't he? I mean, most of his caps came when he was playing in Brazil. Mm. I remember seeing him play a few years ago. Four or five of, years ago. You're thinking of Mirandina? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not thinking of Miranda Hart either. Do you remember Mirandina, Pete? Yeah. I do remember Mirandina. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, it's well, kind of before my time, but I still say you do then. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so animated about this. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go Madrid. Come on. Go on, the boys. Oh, wouldn't, mm. wouldn't it be funny if David Villa switches from Barcelona? And if they could it would be the absolutely amazing. It, it would be. be beautiful. It would be it, beautiful is the word. Um, I, let's, let, let's, great for Costa as well. Sorry to cut no, in there, yeah, mate. Yeah, but, please. like, you know, he played for second fiddle to Falcao um, before he left. And it, you just wouldn't... <laughs> you, had some, you would never know that, would you? He's just stepped up. They have had some strikers, haven't Yeah, but they? normally they've bought them in rather than kind of promoted from within and, and trusted them. True, but um, you think to yourself, oh, if they lost Diego Costa, that'd be a shame, but they lost Forlan, Aguero, Falcao. Mm. You know, they, they've replaced. The thing they've got mm. going in their favour for this Champions League thing, and of course I might be making a fool of myself given that it's about to kick off, mm. uh, <laughs> is that their um, sort of pedigree recently in European competition is great. I mean, mm. like, yeah. the Europa League pedigree is fantastic. They yeah. know how to win in Europe. Absolutely right. Um, and I, I was going to say that <clears throat> let's not forget that David Villa had a really horrific injury at Barcelona as oh, well. Yeah, a yeah. severe leg break. And he's done yes. well to come back at all, let alone be operating at such a high level. Of course, mm. he's playing, in terms of goal scoring, he's playing second field to Costa. Yeah. He's still got about 14 or 15 14, this yeah. season. Yeah. Mm. So um, I'd, I'd love to see it because I think Villa's a great player and it seems like a good yeah, guy. I, I really like David yeah. Villa. Well, he's, I think he's Spain's all time top scorer, isn't oh, he? Yeah, he's a right. living legend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Barcelona managed to, to turn the screw as well. They beat Athletic Bilbao 2 1. It's, um, it's got to be a worry that Messi just keeps vomiting all the time. Like yeah. I know, I know, like you know, I know Zidane did it quite notably, mm. but it's just. But I think Zidane did every... that to um, eat his food, didn't he? <laughs> like a fly, yeah. Like he vomits on it, snaps <laughs> on it. Yeah, so eats food. Yeah. No, it's just like it's just like, <laughs> like he vomed in the tunnel before the match. Now it's like, Crazy, isn't it? I've heard that he's seen trying to see a specialist to get mm. it sorted out. Apparently, yeah. So why do weird. I keep doing a sick? But, uh, we should we should say that Pete. I know you're saying how worrying it is and stuff. Is you're definitely not a doctor though. So. No, or, or a pro pro athlete. I mean, you didn't even last a term at medical college, did you? <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, you know those little um, hammers. You hit people's knees with. Yeah, I did too much of that. Swallowed one. Yeah. Mainly concentrated. Did you, this is on why that. you know so much about knee. I was about to say this is what you. This is why you have an extra kneecap. <laughs> yeah. This is why you took your mate's kneecap away. Yeah. Um, but I, the, the, the moment in that game was when um, Adruiz, the uh, the athletic Bilbao forward, uh, nearly scored a superb bicycle kick. The way he, ha- he hung in the air, I've never seen anything like it. Check that out, this. Fabregas got some treatment, didn't he, as well? I mean, mm. He was booed by the, the, yeah. the fans. Yeah, by well, the Barcelona fans, we should yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Getting back at Arsenal, Jim. Yeah, yeah would love You'd that. probably like that. Yeah. I would enjoy that. <laughs> but we're back with Flamini. Yeah. Well, so listen, Flamini. Flamini. Flamma, flamma. Yeah, you'll have Alex Song back next season, so. <laughs> <laughs> Reported oh, target for Man United a little while ago. Joking about They'd someone's serious misfortune. That's what it's all about. Isn't it? uh, Real Madrid, um, uh, they beat Barcelona in the Copa del Rey final. Bale scored the winner, Luke Moore. Mm. Can I just pipe up and say, yes, I did on the last show, saying it. when's the last time he scored in the Classico. But I was being facetious, to be fair. Were you? And I think I like to think that 
I'm sorry if you were offended by that. (laughs) I'd like to think that he heard the show and it spurred him on. Yeah, you were being facetious. He was doing. He was being facetious. Facetious. I just just want to know: Have you learned your lesson? (laughs) There wasn't a lesson to learn. Yeah. No. Yeah, there wasn't. Bales are very, very. To be be fair to you, Luke, and you know I hate that. Yeah. Um, You know, you didn't say how many classicos is he going to score in. I doubt Mm. there's going to be very much retrospective. And should he be running on the running track? Not the running track. The technical area. Should he be running on the grass that isn't the pitch? No, he shouldn't. And also, illegal. Oh, oh, we all love Pinto to give us a gimme every week, wouldn't we? We all love him to (laughs) left one in. Oh, cheers, you're a nice one, Bale. But then, but then he, he oh, took... I can run really fast and kick a ball past a shit keeper. <laughs> yeah, but then he had two really bad touches, but because he's so fast, it didn't matter. He just went, well, shit. Does that, yeah. make them, does that then make them good touches, Pete? No, still bad. When does a bad touch become an exploitation of your own pace? <laughs> Think about it, yeah? That's true. Yeah. That's deep, man. We We're don't looking glass. We don't have time to answer that this week. Um, yeah. We don't want to. Or any week, <laughs> for that matter. Not interested, um, mate. Well done, Real Madrid, Gareth Bale and Luke Moore. Um, <laughs> let's go on to League... I don't know how I've got out of that League... Um, <sighs> Monaco beat Nice 1-0 Berbatov scored a lovely goal He didn't mean it though no. I'm so sorry to break this to you ladies and gentlemen Is that what he said? Yeah he And he are. said that Well actually what? do you know oh. what I'm On the way here I feel like you've just shot <sighs> Santa Claus On the way here After knifing Santa Claus <laughs> um, uh, I know what he was doing around this time <laughs> Yeah exactly It's on his holidays <laughs> That's probably Christmas summer isn't it mm. that uh, Christmas summer um, Christmas somewhere Oh sorry Yeah <laughs> Um uh, I said when I saw the Berbatov goal, he did a similar kind of well cross, not that um, you know moments before that, minutes before that, mm. and then when you see him do it, he clearly looks at the forward, and I thought I didn't don't think he meant that. Luke, yeah, apparently he admitted it. He said didn't mean it because mm. it looks like one of the most delightful <sighs> goals really of all does. time, and the most delightful Berbatovy goals. Yeah. He just he stops and just goes. Yeah, let's just stop. Yeah. Like the Matrix. The thing <laughs> is, though, for me, that's the beauty of it. And even if he didn't mean it, mm. he, that stop was still something he did anyway. Yeah. Like it that did, just that, sort of everyone... absolutely, like, you know, just really loose, just flamboyant laziness. If he'd and... have got away with it, if he could have got away with it, he would have stopped for about five seconds. Yeah. Going, I've stopped the game. <laughs> you play at my pace. Just out of fact. Which is, which is one above Tartus. I was under the impression when I came to France <laughs> that we'd be doing things very much my way. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, we are. Uh, yes, think... we will kick off as soon as I finish this cigarette. Yes, <laughs> we will call the club Manacor, the man in question being me. Me, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he'll, uh, if Fulham go down, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, team up with Magat in the championship? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the oh phone call God. at the end of the season, Felix Magat to Berbatov. Hi, just leaving the voicemail. Hi, Dimmy, yeah, just let you know, um, the, just to reiterate, the transfer to Monaco was very much a loan deal. Yeah. And we'll be expecting you back on the 14th of July. Are, are you getting these yeah. messages? Just, <laughs> yeah, have you changed your number? You've been ringing your agent as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just getting nothing. I've got, I went through to Yakubu the other day. He <laughs> <laughs> just gets an email back, Finn. <laughs> That's it. Berbatov returns his call. How am I going to get back to England? You're swimming across, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the support boat right now. <laughs> yeah. With the goose fat. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up. There's no support boat. Nah. <laughs> need, not needed. <laughs> oh, let's go to Malaysia. What's this? Former River Plate, Valencia, Zaragoza, Benfica, and Argentina midfielder, Pablo Aymar. I I used to love Aymar. One of my my favourites. One of your favourites, and one of the listeners' favourites, no doubt. Back in the day, I mean, we're talking about a top quality player here, 50 odd Argentine caps, but back in the day, he used to look like a member of the Strokes. He did. And it was like, this guy's the coolest. (laughs) And that was when Valencia were decent as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Champions League final. Oh, yeah. Sort of stuff. That was in that era. How old is he now? He's 34. He's had his... 34. He's probably older than that. No, he's 34. And he's been injury prone for for many a year now. But this is... He's had his contract ripped up by Malaysian side JDT. um, Johor Darul Taksim JDT. Um, And it's just like... We know that. Why is... (laughs) Why is why is Aymar getting his contract? And you just think, ah, oh, how the how the mighty have fallen, kind of thing. You yeah. Know? No, I know he's had his injuries, but he signed a two year deal there, um, and the club president said he hadn't been value for money. And you just think, ah, oh, it's so horrible to hear that yeah. a Malaysian club owner is saying Pablo Aymar is not value for money. No, it's like an old like great musical mm. artist doing like a, a farewell tour mm. in like a working men's clubs of. of Northern England or something. Up yours, yeah. football. Up yeah. yours. You yeah. don't deserve Pablo Imar. <laughs> I saw a Pablo Imar Benfica shirt. Did you? Yeah. I nice. actually still got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah you wouldn't it. get rid of it, would you? No. But um, that, that uh, JDT, that, that side, they also had um, Danny Guiza. Remember Spain International? Yeah. Yeah. European Championship winning uh, Danny Guiza. Yeah. He was there for a bit. Played he's, in Turkey for a while, didn't he, as well? He did. Guiza. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. playing in Paraguay now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, former Lazio man, uh, Simeone Del Nero, was, was there. And former Birmingham City, Villarreal, and Argentina international, Luciano Figueroa. Was it this JDT, this Malaysian Not, all, I, I, not all at the same time. <laughs> I, I, around a similar time. I wow. love Malaysia. It's a lovely place. Pablo yeah. I'm, I've not been, actually. Pablo Aymar scored a lovely goal in the 2005 Confederations Cup when they hammered Brazil. Remember that? Marcus, you might remember that. I do remember 4-1, the, I, think. I remember them beating Brazil, but yeah. I don't remember the goal, yeah. sadly. But should we go to Brazil? Yeah. Why not? OK. There's your link. <laughs> should we turn up? Try to do yeah. it all for you. Should we turn up in Brazil? <laughs> um... Adriano, the emperor, or the emperor, as I put here. Um, <laughs> the temporary emperor. Um, he's had his contract with uh, Atletico Paranaense uh, terminated by mutual consent after two months. Did anyone else here think it would last that long? <laughs> two months is not bad going. I thought after about six weeks, I thought, actually, he's going to do this. <laughs> the football temp. Yeah. <laughs> not the emperor, the football temp. He missed two training sessions and was pictured in nightclub around uh, that, the same time, not during the training sessions. Mm. A lot of clubs might be open at that time. Well, we can't be too facetious about Adriano because obviously he's had his problems, hasn't he? And it's, of course. And, and it's, um, but he doesn't have to say, like, after this happens, when he clearly still wants to continue playing, he said, I have offers from the MLS, Arab countries, Turkey, even Europe. I feel like a player again. Mm. Well, let you go. Think Play then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Player with an air? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> player. <laughs> Do you mean player as in football player or as in yeah. the popular rap artist Nelly? <laughs> Maybe those two things are just unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, He's Nic- not actually considering those offers. Elsewhere in Brazil, Nicolas Elka. He will not yeah. be playing in Brazil, as previously reported. He'd all but signed for Atletico Mineiro, but he didn't turn up at the club. It's really weird <laughs> with an Elka. It's like he's gone back to his 17-year-old self. Mm. Well, he was a real petulant prick again. He was apparently... Um, I think he has been throughout at times. Yeah, he's yeah. just hidden it very well. Yeah, well, he was apparently in Kuwait for a religious trip, but failed to tell the club this in advance. And it was the third time an Elka and his agent had given excuses um, for not reporting to I the think club. his agent's a bit of a wrong one. Isn't his agent <laughs> his brother? <laughs> it certainly used to be, yeah. What no, business does Anelka have in the Persian Gulf? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, that's what I want to know. Well, he's, he's a very serious Muslim, isn't he? So he's probably doing some sort of... Uh, it's a religious festival. But so. why Kuwait, though, in particular? I'm not like an expert in the region. I'm not an expert in the region, get, Pete. Get in touch. Yeah. What do you think this is? He'll have his reasons. Because he's full of money. <laughs> 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 and now it's time for Petey's Game. It is time for Petey's Game. Uh, thank you very much for the fabulous Alex Norton uh, for these particular uh, clues. Uh, Bale Supermarket Sweep. 
Dale yeah, Super. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I forgot that was called Dale Supermarket Suite for a while. I thought yeah, it was just called well. Supermarket mm. Suite. Yeah. 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 Seen Dale Wilton's beard lately? Oh, no, yeah, no. Horrible. No. Uh, Isn't he what? really good mates with Graham Sooners? Are they like a strange odd couple sure? of friends? Apparently so. Ah, I found out the other day that, um, that actor Billy Bob Thornton is the cousin of wrestler Terry Funk. Wow. God. Yeah, that's a weird one. Mm. Didn't see that coming. I don't know who Terry Funk is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born in Houston, Texas. Houston. What year, Pete? <laughs> not telling you. <laughs> That's not how this works. I'm trying to help you out. Well, you know yeah. that by now. I'm not uh, asking him just to tell me. I won the Danish Superliga in 2006 and 2007. Stop. Any Norwegian player. <laughs> <laughs> I have done a four-year part-time degree in business and economics. Thank, thanks, Stop. Man. Is this um, Stuart Holden? No. Okay. Is this a footballer, Pete? Yes. <laughs> have you finally just completely given up on Stop. trying with it? Is it Terry Funk? <laughs> <laughs> my middle... What are you laughing? You don't know who he is. <laughs> my middle Most name... of my friends are funky. <laughs> <laughs> my middle name is Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. Um, Fight Club. Uh, yeah. I am on the management committee of the Professional Footballers Association. Ooh, Ooh. The plot thickens. Ooh. As a young man, I served a year of national service, as many Oh, did. stop. Is it John Alarisa? No. Oh. As if. Risa! He had to go back in the national service. He's not born <laughs> in America, though. I you, am... don't, you don't know that. <laughs> I do. His parents might have been on holiday. I'm currently <coughs> captain of my national team. Oh. Oh. I'm 1.99 metres tall. He's <laughs> <laughs> keeper, then, isn't it? It's a keeper. Stop, is it Aspen Barton? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a keeper, hasn't it? I've been managed by Roy Hodgson in two different leagues. Well, Danish league. Stop. Kasper Schmeichel? No. Stop, is it, um... No. <laughs> no. Is it, doc- is it Doctor No? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like an edit point, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, we're done. What? No more clues. Oh, have game one. Yeah, was there was enough of them. No, there wasn't. Look up how old he is. Look up his date of birth. I'm Breda Hangerland. Oh! oh no, Houston, Texas. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. Parents, was... parents were on holiday at South by Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> he was born there, not conceived. There. Let's make an economist, they said. Yeah, they were there. He would have been born. on holiday. Yeah. You wouldn't fly out if you were nine months pregnant. It didn't happen. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Marcus. Don't up. worry about it. I'm angry. <laughs> Give us some correspondence before I tear this place apart. Oh, yeah, I've got a slight diversion before correspondence <laughs> okay. from a friend of the Ramble and Ramble goalkeeper, uh, James Pav. Pavia. Big show he Pav. just texted me saying, not got any answers for the question of the week. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> if everyone did that, I'd be inundated. <laughs> uh, and he said, also, just seen two direct messages from Pete on Twitter. Yeah. I never look at them, please. Can you apologise to him? And the answer is no, as I don't have a time machine. Well, we shipped um, three goals that match, so you let yourself down, Thanks. and you've let Perfidious Arvian down as well. Maybe you guys could just do this in your own time. Yeah, probably will do, yeah. <laughs> Might even cut it out if you want. And when I say correspondence... <laughs> yeah, it's sort of correspondence. <laughs> it is, Specifically yeah. for ramble purposes. Let's go through my emails. I've got loads of them. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yeah, you have. Question of the week. What's, what's that number where the emails are? Uh, that is four. No. <laughs> Unread messages, 3,985. So, if you're wondering why... Well, they're all going to be about penis enlargement. I was going to say that. I was going to say that, yeah. Can't get enough of them. They're all yeah. about Pete's enlargement. Yeah, yeah. needed. Oh. <laughs> Question of the week. Need For the third time, Pete, if you Pete, don't would mind. you let it now? Oh, I've done my part of the show. I want to ruin everyone else's. Pathetic. 
after we heard last week about Pele selling his hair to make diamonds, yeah. what's the most slash most sorry again? <laughs> what's the worst slash most bizarre thing you've done for money? Brahman Nichols, straight in there. This was genuinely the first answer. Started a podcast. No money there. <laughs> yeah, true, true. We know that. Yeah. Um, Gary Rick says, my mate's mum gave me a tenner to roll in some stinging nettles when I was 15. <laughs> it's mate's mum. Yeah. When he was 15. Good. I like that one a lot. We'll read about her on the news at some point, I'm mm. sure. <laughs> Very strange. Gareth Millwood on t- uh, Twitter says, in 2006, I always asked to poison a lasagna at London's Marriott. <laughs> I have no idea why, but I got sixty quid. <laughs> what he did it? Poison? Yeah. Poison it? So that's that's talking a... about when Spurs got the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Oh, Come on, okay. Pete. Yeah, mm-hmm. brush up. Good. Um, now you made me lose my place. Oh yeah. Um, Would have been on Twitter. <laughs> says as a thin kid, my auntie paid me for putting weight on. I'm now a fat adult. <laughs> so <laughs> she's still she's, paying. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he needs the money. He's, he's yeah. come to rely on the income. What great um, auntie. Joe Lynch says, I know a guy that ate goose poo for £15. <laughs> really not very much. I'd do, I'd do that. <laughs> yeah, not, that's not surprising. Rumble Live, June 6th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sold out, sadly. Yeah. Um, uh, here's, here's, here's a guy who calls himself Madrid Days on Twitter. I shoved a jalapeno chilli up my nose for 40 cents. It was not, repeat, not worth it. <laughs> no. <laughs> 40 cents. Um, this, is, this is a good one. Um, Edward true. O'Brien on Facebook says, I danced to an AKB48 song. It's J-pop. Pete Dancer will know it. Um, with a bunch of Japanese businessmen for a special video to celebrate 40 years of Hitachi Medical Innovation. <laughs> Great. It's on YouTube somewhere, but if you think I'm posting a link, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> right, uh, you, you don't realise how much spare time we have. We yeah, we'll, easy, find we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. I'm, I'm imagining the guy from Radiohead doing it, Ed yeah. O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, it might be him. could be him. Um, Joe Yarnall on Facebook. I ate 20 chilies for £3. In the end, I probably ended up worst off. I had to buy four pints of milk and a lot of toilet roll the next day. Oh, my God. And I'll finish off on this note from John O'Connor on the Facebook. <laughs> I purposely conceded 67 goals to police machine. Hey! <laughs> That's what we like. That's Thank the sort of that. level we want. Pete, Pete, what have you done for money? Uh, loads of stuff. Worked. I sold park at Leicester City, didn't I? I uh, worked in a betting shop for a while. I did um, door-to-door sales of uh, scissors. Nice. I've, I've, I mean, I've mentioned my bacon round. On yeah. The show. Yeah. Yeah. Worked, yeah. Worked in a zoo. Jim? Yeah, bacon round. Uh, I used to work in Index, which was like a knock-off Argos. Oh, yeah. Uh, re- oh, yeah. I will repeat that. A knock-off <laughs> Argos. <laughs> That's not, what that was that like. can't be the worst thing that people have done for money. That's just a job that sort of... Yeah, yeah I was going to say. I was gonna I, say. Yeah, well, no, that is, uh, I did do that for money. That was bad. Um, Pete used to muck out animals' uh, didn't, cages. Didn't used to muck up... Muck up <laughs> didn't, I used to eat the um, chicken that um, used to go to the monkeys, the howler monkeys. What, they had cooked chicken? Yeah, they had cooked chicken. And you ate it. There was one monkey, a spider monkey, that came from a house in Leicestershire. Because people used to keep monkeys inexplicably back in there, sailors and that. They'd bring them on, and uh, and they used to get. And this one monkey used to get fed um, like roast. What? And that's the the only thing it would eat. (laughs) (laughs) So they would make. So they make. You know. You know. Roast potatoes for it. Because would it it need gravy? Tell me, it would sit there, and it would just be disgusting. Everything until it ate something. The first to say, if he got hungry. He'd eat what was put in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> he has to have a roast. What is this? He was about 40. I'm not, even, I'm not even funny, but zoos were asked for money. For charity, charities, a lot of them. I don't want to know that my charity money is going to an absolute diva primate who wants a full roast dinner. Twycross Twy Zoo. They, they had the PG Tips monkeys. One, they should have. Oh, to be fair, if, if it's PG Tips monkeys. <laughs> they're chimps. One, okay. one thing uh, to, to finish on. You shouldn't be having a roast any other day in the Sunday anyway. Yeah, weird. What fresh madness is this? <laughs> uh, what, so that's the weird thing. They're eating roasts every day, not having a monkey in the fucking house. 
<laughs> that is a fair point. Yeah. And I will concede that a pet monkey may need them to change their roast rotor. Right, okay. <laughs> I understand that. Have lamb one day, have chicken yeah. the next. Yeah. Right, okay, good. Then a the full hog roast moment. What's next Sunday, Mum? Bush meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That is it. That is it. I'm, I'm sadly putting a stop to this because I was enjoying it. Um, uh, if you want to get in touch, the uh, Ramble address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yeah, don't forget betfair.com forward slash footballramble. I have recommended um, you to open an account there. You get a free match bet up to a decent amount of money, mm. put it on Nugent to score. I know, he's done it again. He would have made profit. Yes. Like, if he did it every single... I think he's got twenty. He's got something like 20 goals this season. It, if he'd done it every week, you'd make a big profit. He, so would have, he would have made a difference to your bank account. Sign up. <laughs> made the difference. And even if you don't want to bet on Nugent to score, bet on whatever you want. That's just my recommendation. Yeah. Mm. Pete? Uh, this weekend's uh, Rock and Roll Football Barclays Premier League commentary match will be uh, the Battle of the Wests. West Brom versus West Ham. Cracking. Where is the true West? Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Adam West. Say, <laughs> say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. West life. <laughs> goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Fred West. <laughs> Stay in school, you Doyles. Westeros from Game of Thrones. From Westeros to Nova Scotia. What? Keep this in. <laughs> This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website.